0: This episode was recorded on December 15th,
1: 2020. Alright everybody, welcome to the Comic Panel. I'm Cody. I'm Jaylon. I'm Jacob.
2: And I'm Shawenta.
0: Previously on the Comic Panel.
3: She poses like zero threat to Kamen and Nakaido because they surprise her, they fight for like a second, she gets her mask pulled off, and then like she only gets out because of... Regina coming in with the steel chair of pulling open a door.
0: Mm -hmm. Man, but I mean, okay, so that dude (laughs) just like pulled on her arm whilst her head was in a lizard's mouth. Like, what were you thinking?
2: He's not the best planner. Mm mm. Now. I was going to say this story, because I've said it over, like the whole comedy and then at the same time, very gore, you know, and almost like slice of life, very gritty at the same time. I don't know why, but I would say this story feels very Japanese to me because of the whole comedy and gore uh, juxtaposition.
1: Okay. Hmm. That's, that's interesting hmm. that you say that to me, like, you know, because, like, you know, if if without, like, any evidence of this book, if you just, like, came to me and said that, you know, like, comedy and gore is Japanese, I would say no, that's that sounds much more American, you know, like, we have, you know, horror comedies that are, like... You know.
2: Well, it's a specific brand of comedy, too, and I was going to say, like I was saying, the slice of life mixed with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I would definitely say slice of life is, like, something that I've only really heard of in, in Japanese manga and anime, you know, personally.
0: Now, is that only the term or the concept
1: that you Um, I'd say pretty much both, um. You know, like I'm sure that there is English or or otherwise fiction that is slice of life, you know, but it's like, you know, usually like, like we might call it realistic fiction or you know just a narrative fiction in uh, in classical literature, if you want to, <laughs> you know, and so you know, and then it would be like still. Something would be happening, you know, there would be one big problem, you know, mm-hmm. but Slice of Life is more like day to day problems that and they get solved because it's day to day. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty pretty Japanese. Uh, genre.
0: The closest thing would be like filler episodes on a TV show,
1: yeah, potentially. But even though still you deal with, like, What if it something. was just all filler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, anyway, I, I see your point, though, that, like, you know, this is, like, slice of life with gore. Because it's also, that's the other thing that I kind of, I'll take back on what I said, was that it's not horror, it's gore. You know, it's it's not really horrifying. You're not scared while reading it. It's just like, ooh, that, their head got bitten off or, you know, their face got sliced off or something, you know, or they got transmutated, you know, so that's like a little there's, bit of body horror. Yeah, order. there's not a
2: lot of time given, there's, there's not a lot of time given to, like, soak that in, even for the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, these things just happen and they move on. A lot of the time,
1: yeah. I think that that's really um epitomized in the part like in the beginning. Let me see, I, I'm gonna have to scroll to it a little bit, but it's like basically it's right after like basically the first scene. Um,
0: oh, yeah, when Apollos came in and make idols.
1: So, yeah, they yeah, they kill those uh, the sorcerers and then you know, he escapes out the door and um. Hyman is, like, basically like, ah, they got away, you know, and then, uh, you know, and he, like, kind of laments about it for a little bit, and then she's all like, okay, yeah, but let's go eat, (laughs) (laughs) you know.
2: It's just, like, yeah, that's why I feel like so much of the plot, that's why I really classify it as, like, slice of life kind of comedy with gore, um. Is because also, like, the big plot points, like, where you think something's gonna happen, and so it's just sort of like an a anticlimactic, like, punchline. Like, the part where they go with um, Nakato and Kaiman go to see that guy who supposedly can, like, fix anybody's, like, transmutation is what I think it was. And it's just like acupuncture. <laughs> and Kaiman's like, I think I feel something happening, like, after well, yeah. they come out of there. It's just, what is it, it ends up just being he's molting you know, or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then she's like, hey, well, hey, now we know that you molt. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> that's not gross at all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah,
2: you, you, like, thought something was gonna come out of, like, them going and seeing that guy mm-hmm. and so like... I guess some exposition you kind of see that uh Nakedo can like hold her own like those people try to rob her at the one point when she's on her own she just like, I mean flips her way through things I
0: don't I don't think you needed to know I, or, I think you already knew that like Nicolette can hold her own with uh with Ebisu and uh, Fujita like so when she first meets Fujita at the beginning
1: like
2: mm-hmm. I mean, I think
1: it was, but it was with, still a good she's scene. she's
2: with Kaiman at the mm. time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. I think that the scene where he was getting the acupuncture was still... It was pretty revealing of how powerful she was, you know? Mm. Not not that she can hold her own, but, like, she really can hold her own. You know, it's not... It's not going to be neck and neck. It's like, she, she mm. can do it. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, and it's weird, because, like, it's very me, it contrasts very much with the fact that she's a restaurant owner. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't picture a restaurant owner being like a good martial artist. So it's just weird that uh, put that together in this one person.
2: I mean, it's it's also just kind of indicative of the environment they're in. Like, mm. look at the doctor guy. What kind of things he has to deal with? You know, Kaiman of gets that little side job at the. Would you even call it a hospital? It's like a clinic. Like a crematory.
1: Like, oh, no. Or <laughs> a morgue is what yeah. you're thinking of, but uh, okay. also... <laughs> um, yeah.
2: But the people are still alive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, one of them. So yeah. But
1: uh, so maybe if the magic gets reversed, it will come back to life. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's... What were you we just saying with that, though? Um,
2: just... The environment in general, like, these people, like, oh, I'm going to go work as, like, a nurse at this clinic is, like, not going to be the same as what it would be in our world.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
2: Like, Kaiman, I mean, it's, uh, Kaiman being like, oh, I don't want to eat around these dead bodies, like, walks out <laughs> to go eat his dumplings. I thought it was
0: really weird that he went into work, presumably his first day of work. Talking to Kaido, and the the doctor's like, I need, get your, you get over here. And he's like, hold on, I'll be there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's very, yeah, like, a lot of the world, I think, because it's so gritty and apocalyptic and, like, everything's so abysmal, it's like, you know, everybody's so flippant to each other in some Mm. ways. Like, eh, I'll do it when I do it.
0: And, and, and then, what are you
2: doing? All you're doing is paying me.
0: And then he beats his boss and he's like, alright, now I increase my pay 30%.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's like real life. <laughs>
0: well, beating your boss at poker? Or, well, okay, it wasn't poker, but essentially.
1: Yeah.
2: Once again, it feels very Asian to me.
1: Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's
2: kind it... of little things.
1: Um, Yeah, I also feel like, you know, like, I don't know, maybe I'm coming to this realization more so, like, in, like, our pandemic world, you know, but it's like, like, you know, if we're imagining, you know, we haven't really gotten the backstory on either of the two worlds, but, like, if we're imagining that essentially they were, at least the whole, you know, was like our world as much as it could be before, like, stuff started happening... Like, people really cling on to the vestiges of what's normal, you know? So it's like, even having, like, the concept of a hospital, it's like, well, we don't have the institutions to, like, train nurses and stuff, or doctors for that matter, but we're just gonna give it our best shot, and, like... <laughs>
2: I do think that's how Kaiman got hired. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have a degree?
1: Yeah. And then, like, you know, same with the sorcerers, though, too. Like, you know, something, like, fundamentally changed in their world, I feel like, you know, but then they still kind of act a little bit like maybe what a real-world people would act like. I don't know. Like, something in their behavior and their rituals, you know, just reminds me a little bit too much of what we already have in the real world, if that makes sense.
2: It, it is interesting to think about because specifically with N, the the guy who is like mushroom obsessed because he makes things into mushrooms, um, his backstory revolves around um, magic users exploiting other magic users <laughs> and him kind of trying to rise above that and being like, I don't want to see this happen again. Like, look at how much I had to go through. So, it it is interesting that I earlier was like talking about, you know, the magic users kind of oppressing the humans and like just using them as playthings. And then meanwhile, you know, in their own world, they're busy like making a hierarchy of themselves over each other.
1: Yeah, definitely. It is. interesting.
0: So, just a, a side question. Did you think... So, when I read about N, he reminded me of the detective from Death Note. Like, the genius guy. L. L. Is that why? Did he, I, to me, I thought he looked similar, too. But maybe it was just because their names are N and L.
2: <laughs> it, it just might be the spiky hair. I don't know.
1: Well, L didn't have spiky hair, though. It was, it was like, more, like... Emo boy, kind of like bangs, <laughs> right?
2: It's spiky in the back, isn't it?
1: I don't think so. I don't but I don't think so. Either.
0: I'm just gonna go with
2: because their names are similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't think they have
2: that similar <laughs> of a personality.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause, yeah, L has like a really, really strong personality, and in, in just like you know, I mean, he he does have characterization. I'm not saying that he's not like characterized, but like you know, it's a little bit more, like, I don't know, kind of predictable, maybe. I don't know, like.
2: He's very much an eccentric, but um, mm-hmm. an eccentric leader. And I do think like it goes back to the whole thing I was talking about his backstory with like he doesn't totally care for the whole hierarchy thing um the and we can see that based on the fact that he lets Fujita like hang around them, mm-hmm. like Noi and Shin and En are like a whole level above Fujita like Fujita cannot even like he can barely do magic half the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. You know, he still gets to hang around, which I don't think I totally understand still.
3: Mm. You're all for that uh, hierarchy. Like If I had to guess, like why he lets him keep like stay around, is like he uh and probably sees like some of himself in Fujita, like when he was Fujita's age. But maybe I'm just I don't have any proof of that. It's just like that's a pretty common trope of like Why is this super tough guy let this, like, not super tough guy around? Oh, he just reminds me of me when I was his age.
2: No, I I totally think, like, N has, like, a soft spot for, like, uh, some of the weaker magic users, especially people with, like, good hearts. But I just, it's never actually spelled out why. And I don't think it's ever even shown in, like, a flashback or anything. So I was just like, oh, I don't remember how that came to be. Yeah. I,
0: I I just thought it was that like you like you said he doesn't care for the hierarchy I, I I interpreted it as like he doesn't like other people not familiar with n are probably more familiar with other people within the hierarchy who do and who do enforce that and n is just like the guy above it all being like oh,
1: I don't really care wait am i but
2: that's the thing like if he's in charge, and the, but the hierarchy's still there, um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know how to say it, but I think you guys get what I'm trying to say. It's like the whole thing of like, what is it when the president's like, I'm going to march in the street with the protesters. It's like, you're the person in charge.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You could change all the things <laughs> that you care about. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, that that God, was.
2: God, it, it would be so great if somebody in charge cared about
1: this.
3: <laughs>
1: that was what I was about to say. I was like, wait, but like, if he's like above the hierarchy, but isn't that what like keeps him in power? Essentially, mm. is having people below him. <laughs> so you,
2: you literally get to see that he has a mansion. Yeah, he has the hugest estate around, and everybody's envious of it. Um, I would say the only people who are higher than him are obviously the demons.
1: Yeah, mm. you know. So just interesting. I would say then that like going back to like kind of our initial um, question with this thread is that um, like why he keeps uh, Vegeta around? Like you know, it's like you have to like kind of foster that hierarchy then, and like you know, because it's like you know, you want people to stay in their place, but especially if this is, like, really going off of, like, kind of real-world social class, you know, um, as, as a metaphor, you know, you want people to stay in their place, but you want a couple of people to be able to trickle up because otherwise then that just, like, you know, you'll have a revolt, you know, it won't seem possible you can look up to people and say, oh, but they did it, so mm. I'll be able to do it. You know, so I kind of feel like maybe he's even grooming uh Fujita, you know, to take up more position even though he's not as powerful. But I don't know, that's just kind of a guess. Not, a, not for certain.
2: Based, yeah, based on clues and stuff. Yeah. So I do want to ask you guys, who do you think the villain is?
1: Oh... <laughs>
0: Uh, now, when you say villain, who are you referring to?
3: <laughs> okay, let me let me ask let me ask you a question, Chawenta. Did have we met the villain in this book?
2: Well, like I said, <laughs> one character, one of the characters is actually three uh-huh. characters.
0: Uh-huh. Gotcha, gotcha. It's always in. Yep.
1: No, it's the person inside of. Um, (laughs) Cayman.
3: It's the guy who died in the first page. (laughs) He actually survived.
2: And that's why this is a slice of life and not a plot-based story, huh? (laughs) He died right away.
3: (laughs) He's he's pulling all the strings.
2: (laughs) God, I, it... You just made me think of the like how flippant some of the characters are. Like, the guy who's guarding the doors between, like, the sorcerer's world oh and, like, a hole. And, like, the blood coming through. He's like, ah, oh, damn, that's crazy.
3: And then I was he's like, like, oh, that,
0: and that like might like, be a
3: problem for that guy. I,
2: hate, I was like, hey,
0: you missed it, but there's a scream back there.
2: <laughs> uh, the things they get used to in that world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but th- th- that, that screen was uh, the bug guy, the bug sorcerer. Oh,
1: huh. Okay, that's something that I didn't think of. Maybe we could classify this as horror, in that, you know, it's like the horrific part is how easily the characters and even the audience can, like, just ignore this, like, you know, dystopia, this, like, wanton violence, you know, because, like, realistically, it is all around, you know, in our world, too, and we just, like, kind of, like, put blinders on, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I'm, like, maybe it is, like, trying to be all, like, look how, like, you know, you're gonna laugh at it, and then if you're, like, thinking about it, you're gonna, like, realize, like, wow, that's messed up. (laughs) You know, that we just, like, kind of ignore certain things because it's, like, easier to our personal lives.
2: (laughs) I should say, in our world, you're not, like, closing your front door, your house, and, like, blood seeping through, and you're like, "Mm." hmm, there's in here.
1: That's true, but, like... But,
2: yeah, I I would classify it as horror.
0: I'm I'm used to more horror being, like you know, scream fests. Yeah, I mean, usually... jump scares.
1: Especially American horror is, like, very much in your face, you know? Mm. It's like, look at this! But it's all, like, you know, this is very slow burn, very, like, you know... This is our world, you know, and it's horrifying. And, you know, we're not gonna just... You know, like I said earlier in the program, you know, it's not... It's not going to hold your hand, you know? The story isn't holding your hand about what it's trying to say, or even what's happening. Gotcha.
2: I was going to say, like, some of the most upsetting scenes, because most of this, like, I can kind of get by because of my tolerance. Some of the most upsetting scenes have been with the demons in particular. Mm. And then I also remembered that the demons I'm like, if you find out how the demons' anatomy work out, like, what's inside of them, it's really funny, and it's really dumb.
0: Okay, so now, now like, I'm thinking of little men. They're, they're made up of little like,
3: men. Like, is it dumb in that, like, it tries to be serious, but fails? Or is it, no, like, straight up, like, like, clown it's just, like, horn. kind of
2: fu- It's kind of funny, because... <laughs>
0: It's gotta be. I don't know
2: how to woman. describe it. It's like crawling into a fur <laughs> So
1: it's empty. But yeah, we need. Just get we need answers. I
3: don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I need. I need more context.
2: So, it's only shown with like one demon in particular, but pretty much like. It's just like, yeah, get inside your demon suit, and then you get inside your demon suit. Oh, um, and that that scene that I'm thinking of is particularly funny because the demons are on a field trip and they literally call it that. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, there's also scenes with the demons like skating a person alive, and it's like, oh, that's upsetting. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So
3: is it just like a person gets into a demon suit and now they're referred to as a demon or
2: well you have to be very special uh, that's the important part mm.
3: oh oh okay
2: you can't just get in you know, a demon suit and then you're a demon you have to have your special demon suit
3: gotcha. <laughs> but what if but what if you did though what if you got into somebody else's demon suit
2: mm. the the characters do that and oh, okay a person who's in the demon suit is like, what are you doing? This is my suit. You can stay, but I need to, like, focus. Oh,
3: it's, okay, they're demon-sona. understand. We're on a
2: field trip right now. Do you understand? I have to focus and talk to my friends.
3: So it's like putting on someone else's
0: hat? Is that?
2: It's if you tried to wear a hat while somebody else is wearing the hat. It's <laughs> oh. like, you can stay, but this is my hat. <laughs>
0: Okay, now I feel weird. Yeah, that would be very strange. (laughs) It's like
2: remembering that, like, it's such a weird dichotomy that this book has, and Mm. I think that's why I like it so much.
0: Gotcha.
2: Like, they have, like, the seeds, you know, like I'm saying, the demons are, like, all-powerful. They are the top of the hierarchy. And then there's scenes where Kaiman's like, Oh, a demon! Let's wave! And they're waving, and the demon's <laughs> waving back.
0: <laughs> so,
2: so cute.
0: So, uh, something we didn't mention about Kaiman is that he is immune to all magic. Oh, yeah.
3: I forgot that.
2: Mm. That's pretty important. Yeah, yeah, it's a
3: it's it's a good quality to have if you're going to mm-hmm. make your career fighting wizards.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's, that's one of the reasons why... Uh, When he went to go to the Master of Transmutation that can change people to whatever they want, he went there to try to change his face back to what it was, but it didn't work because magic doesn't work on him. So it just ended up like, huh, this is very scratchy.
2: So yeah, and, you know, he's someone who can't do magic. But at the same time magic doesn't affect it. him. Mm-hmm.
3: It's
2: a pretty big trump card.
3: It's pretty strong. Uh, I, I feel I, like that kind of breaks the narrative more than like characters who can heal super well because like especially like if they're wizards like if magic can do whatever it wants then why wouldn't it be able to heal people but like your main character is straight up not being affected by what your antagonist from what we can see, is able to throw at them, like, that seems like way more of a balance issue, for lack <laughs> of a better term.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's the whole thing, again, of like, you know, some characters are fine with being hurt. But, like, the, if the people around them got hurt, they would be upset. Hmm. So I think that's kind of what Nikado ends up being which of course kind of sucks like as a character a little bit people really like her like there's a lot of people who are fans of her and i'm just i can't i I don't know why it makes me sad
1: yeah i mean she's definitely like she's likable but she's not very she's not i wouldn't say that she's interesting enough to really get attached
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, cuz it's like, you know, I can see little bits of her, you know, and it's like, hey, that's kind of fun and like cheery and stuff, and then it's all like but, you know, I got I got to know a little bit of your pain too. Mm. So my my question
0: is in one of the issues um I this was that this was the issue where K-Man was working at uh his side job and in he was supposed to take out the trash which turned out to be a sorcerer who was chopped up to bits um but he goes to uh nakato's house and he's like oh hey Nikado. oh wait you're sick oh okay oh all right yeah got my lunch and then he came back and he's like hey nakato you know what never mind Makedo was wide awake, and then he got outside the building, and she was like, oh, hey, you're probably hungry, right? Come on, let's have dinner. And I, and my question is, like, I don't understand why she let him walk out the, the building. Like, like, why did she just lay there? Because to me, I was like, are you having marital issues? Is that <laughs> – uh, what <laughs> Not that they're married, but um.
2: <laughs> so, what is Kaiman talking about with her at that moment?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think he talked to any. You
2: know, she's okay. This
0: was like the end of
2: there. I, there's definitely some parts where um, Kaiman wants H-100. he's like talking about specific things going on in the hole, and um, oh. Nikado kind of doesn't want to address some of that stuff Mm. like you know she knows everything about Kaiman like pretty much at least as far as like you know he doesn't have his memory so everything that he does know he's told her Mm. but I I don't think I don't think he knows like a lot about her like especially you know of course before he even met her all
0: right it yeah, just that just weirded me out. And was she sick I mean I feel like she was sick in the beginning, but I mean it was the same thing, she was just laying there. Didn't look particularly sick to me.
1: Yeah, no, in that scene in that scene basically what happens is so he leaves work after taking out the trash or whatever. Um and then he's walking down the street talking to himself. Um and he's, like, kind of feeling bad about killing a sorcerer. Um, and he brought back the lunchbox that uh, Nikato um, had brought him. Oh, yeah, I guess it does say feeling any better. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think... Okay, yeah, I'd have to look a little bit more into that, you know, because I think that it was, like, the previous scene that she was in with uh, Kamen. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, basically, I think that... Yeah, I, I can't quite remember what the deal with that was, but I don't think that she was sick and I don't think that she was like mad or
0: anything. Well, that that was the excuse that she gave. She was like oh, I'm not feeling well.
1: Well, yeah, I, I know she did she did give yeah. an excuse, but I mm-hmm. don't think it was like she was like angry or sad or anything. Well, she might have been sad, but I don't know. I'll have you to understand. I'll have to yeah, I, I, don't I, know. I
2: think a lot of the scenes there a lot of the scenes like that are Nikato probably avoiding talking about certain things.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so then I want to talk about my favorite lines in this entire book, and that's with Shin. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, I don't think any of you were meant to die today, uh, <laughs> but your beep mentality has led you to waste your lives. Morons like you only deserve death. <laughs> I just thought, like, oh my gosh, that's that's funny. That's gold right there.
2: Um, huh. I, Shin and Noi are a very interesting pair, I think. Mm. Like, if you look at them opposite of Nikato and Kaiman, like I was saying earlier, um, both of them, I would say, are very romantic relationships almost. Very much more so with Noi and Shin than like I think is acknowledged at, at this point. Um, Perhaps. And in both cases, I will say, is a lot of the two characters kind of jumping around that? Uh, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that.
1: But. Yeah, I kind of see that. You know, like... Yeah, that that parallel is pretty strong where it's all like... You know, it's not focusing on like you know their feelings as far as part, as far as a romance, you mm-hmm. know. But like that's kind of just like subtly in the background a little bit, where it's like, okay, well, these two people live together, they spend a lot of time together, you know, and they're not <laughs> they're not related, <laughs> so you know, yeah.
2: That is funny that. Uh but is that Noi is related to N? She hates <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I think it's mentioned, like, super briefly. She's, like, they're, like, cousins or something.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
2: She just, like, will not even, like, talk to him half the time. because She doesn't like him.
1: Mm, gotcha.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would say that probably my two favorite characters would be Shin and Noi. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, for no I, I, I know I like complained about female characters earlier. I think the only part I don't like is she does get naked, like, very often. And not usually her choice. Just like, plot stuff. Like, oopsie. It's so. it's ripped.
0: But not in this one. Uh,
2: but like, yeah, not in this one. Oh, okay. I think it happens, like, yeah, but, um, but I think her dynamic with Shin, like, makes it it is really fun, and like I I tend mm-hmm. to forget that sometimes. I do like her as a character. I think it's just the moments where she just feels more exploited. I don't super love, of course, but that's yeah. not her fault.
0: Yeah. So the 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 biggest thing that was the reveal that Noi is a girl, like that was the biggest. Like, whoa. Um, okay.
2: She's a very strong girl.
0: Is she- is she like tall, or is it just the angle of this panel?
2: I think she's pretty uh, tall. On page
0: 115? She is tall. okay.
2: So, actually, people- people have criticized, um, this, uh, this particular author's art style for sometimes being sort of odd with body proportions like people get look really big sometimes in comparison mm-hmm. to each other so i can see that as like sometimes being confusing but yeah she is very muscular she's very mm-hmm. tall i love her almost um is it like a luchador almost mass <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah do you think that that body proportion criticism could be interpreted as like more authorial intent where like you know it's like uh more of like cinematography where it's like making her bigger in the in the panel is purposeful to mm-hmm. show how much more powerful she is
2: i think the problem is that it's not just her it's other it's other characters like kaiman uh it's inconsistencies between like chapters or even panels and, like, sometimes they look much bulkier or sometimes they look much less. And it also tends to be, um, from what I've read, perspective-wise. And I can totally see that, but I don't... I think that's really nitpicky in some ways. And, like, I think with this story, I don't think it's super important. And it never took away from the story for me that much.
0: The perspective? It's,
2: it's a very fun story. Yeah, the bodies being, like, weird in perspective sometimes, Mm. like, looking down on a character, and they're huge and, like, super buff, and, like, you see them from the side, and they're just, like, sort of buff.
1: Yeah, I guess Mm. I'd have to, like, look at, like, a lot of instances where it happens, but I could see that, you know, more often being on purpose, but, like, maybe not. You know, and also I agree that if it isn't on purpose, then it doesn't really matter to me anyway but I'm willing to even give the possibility that it might be on purpose and, like, you know, for, for an effect that maybe is lost upon a certain audience people. Well, but,
2: sometimes it's just bad anatomy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't understand. So on page uh, 116, uh, this is another nitpick, but I don't get why... Fujita uh, is like patting Ebisu's head,
1: in like that center panel,
0: or the bottom. Oh, bottom. Yeah, like I, I like he's going like this to her, and I'm like I don't I don't understand what, what are you doing?
2: So you mean like the comforting way?
0: No, no, like she, like he's like she's her his kid. You know, like a pat on the head. I, yeah,
2: I guess that. I mean, he's kind of trying to be her fr- become her friend. He helped her. I don't think that's
0: how
1: you get there. Yeah, I mean, he definitely. That's <laughs> the thing.
2: I don't think Vegeta knows how to like deal with a girl. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah,
3: he's
1: he's
2: like, what a girl?
3: No, he's a like girl
2: a friend. <laughs>
3: Know, yeah, like is probably not in like a great state of mind because like as soon as like he doesn't have a hand on her, she gets up and grabs the cake and tries to run away with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> is this the like dinner party scene?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I just think Fujita is kind of awkward and, like, doesn't know how to interact with the girl.
3: Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, she's, like, not in the right state because, like, after she runs away, drops the cake, then, like, the next panel we see her in, like, Fujita's, like, got her in a headlock, like, to keep her from, like, freaking out, I guess?
0: Oh, is that what happened? Okay, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right, See, see.
2: It, it's a little bit of, like, dealing with a younger sibling kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you said that, like, she's not in the greatest state of mind, she, like, runs off with the cake, and then she <laughs> falls over or whatever. I That makes me, like, totally wonder if Ebisu's personality for the rest of the series was affected by Kaiman, like, getting part of her face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is Is this a common thing with her?
2: Yes.
3: Oh. <laughs> is she, yeah, is she just, like, the wild card? Just, like, never know what she's gonna do?
2: <laughs> yeah. she. <laughs> I, I would say if anybody is the comedy uh, part, it's <laughs> <laughs> mm, oh,
3: god. I see, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has a part where she tries to stuff her dress. Mm-hmm. And it's super obvious that everybody's, like, nice dress, and she's like, Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening. You can catch us on Mondays, 5 to 7 p.m. on KSUA 91.5 FM, The People's Radio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Comic Panel. It's Comic Time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore comic underscore panel. Or like our Facebook page at It's comic time. Have a great rest of your day.